We are live, guys. Welcome to another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This is episode number 44. Another Wednesday, another weird podcast with me and my 6'4 amazing co-host that has actually been grinding. And I would love to hear what he has purchased to uh, to improve his video game grinding mm-hmm. abilities. Mm-hmm. Um Go ahead, Pete. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, tell people what you've been doing. My name's Peter, as always, not Ghost Stories and All Things Social. And this week, we've made a a purchase, if you will. Uh, purchase? A quiet, um, how do you say it? We've, we've, we've acquired, I guess acquired a work, acquired like a, a like piece of uh, technology. Uh, I'm about five or six years behind the curve on this one, but... Mm. We have acquired uh, a Nintendo Switch. Just so proud of you, man. For the home. For the I'm home so, set. I'm so proud of you, man. It's like it's like watching you like in the video game world. You're just like you start to we do the tummy time and mm-hmm. then you're starting to you're starting to crawl and then eventually mm-hmm. you're standing up on your own. <laughs> and now you're like you're really starting to make some steps and I'm just like I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. So like what what, let's 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 see what you've been playing though. Out of curiosity, man, you got the Switch. What was the first game that touched the console? Uh, the first game acquired. We'll keep throwing that word around. Uh, was a, a nostalgia pick from back okay. in the day from a game that I played when I was uh, <clears throat> a young lad, uh, and that was actually Pikmin One and Pikmin Two from a bundle. Ooh. They sold them as a bundle. I said. I love these games and I will absolutely play through them again. And I never even played three fours coming out. We'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, played through Pikmin one, finished that in two days and then uh, picked up the uh, Octopath Traveler demo and okay. about to max out that demo time. Into the full game, by the way. Okay, nice, nice, nice. That's what we like to hear, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I'm just so excited for you, man. I really, uh, to get into what I've been doing, guys, my name is Nick Tana. Um, and we have been doing a very minimal gaming, but I have been doing a lot of other stuff. If you guys are interested, I've been back on my Pokemon grind. Uh, I've been going to a few tournaments. I had my deck all planned out, participated in a little tournament. I did two tournaments. So the first tournament I did, I went and I went two, one and zero. And that got me a solid second place in the tourney. For cards? For cards. That's okay. actually really Very really nice. Sick. Very okay. nice. Okay. And, but then the n- Monday, I went 0 or zero three zero. So I lost three games. So, like, we took a big steps, and then we just, like, fell off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon cards and uh, doing the deck building and doing the TCG Live uh, so that's basically it. I mean, I'm still grinding the Final Fantasy, like Peter said. Uh, Pikmin 4 is coming out. We will be talking about that a little bit later. That's kind of one of the games that I've been highlighting for uh, a few months now. And uh, this will be my first Pikmin game. I haven't played the original ones, but I think that's okay because uh, it's a new step in the into the Pikmin world. And uh, I'm excited to take those steps, man. There's excited. a reason there's four of them, so... Right. I, I just love, too, that it's like, okay, you could just hop straight into Pikmin 4. Like, okay, you don't got to play 1, 2, 3. Like, you know, just go it's, ahead and yeah, it's almost step right more, into it. It's almost more features that change. There's, like, 
more Pikmin options. Uh, mechanics are different. There's more enemies. There's more stuff to collect. Uh, so far, from what I can tell, um, the story. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we don't have to jump into it now until we get down there. But um, yeah, we. I mean, we can. It's there's just a lot of feature changes. So it's. It, I don't think it matters which one you play first. It's mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. Um, to go ahead and kick it off with the podcast for episode number forty-four. You know, our good man Peter is going to go ahead and. Hit us with the question of the day. Peter, what is our question of the day today on Wednesday? Hooray. The question of the day today. <laughs> the question of the day today. Hooray. <laughs> uh, is the what? Okay. Question of the day is what is the first JRPG game that you ever played? Mm-hmm. And you could, uh, you know what? We'll tack on an amendment to this. Uh, and what has been your, fa- what was your favorite one? What was my favorite one? Um, so I never really been the biggest fan of the JRP genre. I have a few of my friends, like shout out big Raph. Raph has always played the JRPGs. He always tried to put me onto them. Um, I'm pretty sure kingdom hearts is in that category a little bit. You got your final fantasies, dragon quest. Octopath. Does Pokemon count? No, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it would. Okay. I feel like Pokemon is just its own little category, right? Yeah. I've called is monster monster hunting its own category of game because that's pokemon's not the only one i i i don't know i guess it's, i guess i'll say this it's not the very first game that i think of and right I'm sure the purists will be like no so we'll right just leave it there to keep it simple um and just to be like the most close to that type of genre i would say would be the final fantasy that i've been playing because it mm-hmm. is the most obvious one I think of when I think of a JRPG, and then it's obviously the most like recent one and one of my favorite ones that I've just been instantly just loving and taking a lot of my time. I know you guys are tired, bro. Every podcast, I'm like, Final Fantasy 16, Final Fantasy 16. Look, just get the PS5, play it. You guys will absolutely understand greatness. Um, but I've been absolutely loving it. So that would be my first one, and then my favorite one. Final so, Fantasy, the new Final Fantasy is your first one? Yeah. That's Dang. my first ever Final Fantasy, so... Okay, okay. Right. Uh I think the very first one I ever played I think it would have to be probably Dragon Quest on Game Boy. Mhm. I guess that would count. Um I'm trying to think of anything else. Probably yeah, probably Dragon Quest, uh just started Octopath Traveler. That's I mean that's probably more uh, that game's cool. I mean, that, I, that's going to be like a perfect mobile game for me, right. just like on an airplane or something. Uh, I'm trying to think of any big console ones. I really didn't play that many. I kind of like got away from it on on console stuff. I didn't really touch it. Those those mm-hmm. types of games. Right. That's the thing with me is I always stayed away from them because it, I never felt comfortable, especially with the uh, the turn based stuff. The turn based stuff. Yeah. It's weird for me because I don't like turn based combat like that. But when it comes to Pokemon, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I have no idea why or no reason why. Like when it comes to Pokemon, like I like that type of combat turn base. I do a move. You do a move. We go back and forth. But when it comes to like, when it comes to like the fighting type styles, like the older final fantasies and stuff like that, like, Oh, I have three people. I got to pick all their attacks, what they're going to do. How am I going to take on these guys? I've always saw that to be like, eh. but I mean like stick of truth. I, they had that too. And even then I just really never, I was like, okay, like, I guess, it's not like it's bad. I just, I've never been like, oh, this is super great. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. The, I will say that 
the combat is much slower and it's a lot more complicated. So like, I, I'm just, I'm going to say Octopath Traveler cause that's what I've been playing in the last two days. Right. So, and that's really, I mean, accurately probably the one I've been deepest into most so far um, since I was 10. Uh, it's like every turn, there's just so many selections or options. So the combat is really, really slow and the fights it takes a lot of the time. Is long. that what it is? The yeah, fights are long. So no, long, ma- no man. matter no matter if it's like a bug I'm in the glad forest someone said or it. a boss, but it's it's you're like you it's you can't get through areas quickly. Like the game lasts a long time. I'm so glad someone said it, dude. Yeah. It's just long. That's it. It's just, it takes so long. Like okay, we're on the yeah, same you page. Can't, you can't be like, oh, I got 45 minutes. I can play a level. You're like, ah, it's not even worth it. <laughs> no. 45 minutes. 100 percent If you're in a fight, you can't leave. You're trapped for until it's over. Uh but it is, I mean it's cool. It's it's way more um in depth. You gotta you're like, should I each one of my characters has abilities, they all have item options, they all have like special character options, and then for that one, I can't even see what the health is for the enemies. So you'd never, right. you're like, if I do this, do I take the risk or chance that I'm going to kill this enemy? Um, oh crap. Like turns out I forgot that I didn't attack last move. So now he's got, you know what I mean? That's like way more, there's a lot more things to think about. And yeah. Right. Let us know your guys' uh, answers down below. I know Jerry said final fantasy seven remake, which is uh one of, one of the top ones, I know a lot of people's that's favorite. Uh, that's a lot of people's favorite Final Fantasy games. So big, uh, big ups to that. Um, before we get into the games that are coming out this week, make sure if you guys like this type of content, me leave a sub, like, comment, all that type of stuff. Uh, we have other podcasts on the Know Your News branch where you guys could uh, reach out and explore something that's more than just gaming. We have sports, we have weird news, all that good stuff. So make sure you guys hit the sub to uh, to watch that and never miss us. Uh, to get into the games that are coming out this week, uh, a decent amount of them. And then these two are on Game Pass. One of them is called Toem. And I really like that black and white art style. And the characters look really cool. And obviously, you see not ghost stories in the back. Oh, in the back there. Look at that. By the tree. Yeah. Wow. Very handsome. Very handsome. Definitely. And then um, this game is on the PS5 and PC. This game is called Viewfinder. Uh, that watermelon is big chilling, big vibes. Um, and I'm just noticing that Pillow has a nice little landscape on it. Nice little views. Uh, he's definitely like catching a vibe and I can appreciate that. And uh, last but not least, uh, if I had a dollar for every time we've said Pikmin 4 on this podcast already, I think we'd be able to buy this game because <laughs> Pikmin 4 is coming out July 21st. I mean, look how cute. Look at the dog. Big dog. I like his. I like. I, I feel like he just looks goofy. His eyeballs are super far away. The game is goofy. <laughs> it's a goofy game. It really is. Oh right, because it's completely normal that these eggplant little things are just following you around, and you're just whipping them and stuff. You know what? <laughs> okay, they do kind of. They do sound like that. Though. <laughs> yeah, like nothing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're, you're not off on that. Nothing about this game screams normal, but yeah, <laughs> I yeah. get what you're saying. No, it's, go- it's goofy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, getting into our discussion piece of the day, uh, me and Peter, we love to review games here. And, uh, the first game that we're going to be talking about today is XO primal. Uh, this game came out on game pass. It was last Friday and this game was kind of iffy to me because I saw it for time and times again, they kept on talking about it, Ubisoft shows and all that stuff. And I was like, 
it looks okay. Look, it looked very cool. Um, to kind of get into what the game actually is, is you are basically think of it as like an Overwatch vibe, and think of it as you have three different types of classes. You have the tank build, you have your DPS type like shooter builds, and then you have a support build. And then the whole purpose of the game is there's dinosaur outbreaks, and you have to go ahead and take down all the dinosaurs as fast as you can because you're going up against another team of five and whoever takes down the dinosaurs the fastest get to go ahead and move this cube kind of like a payload and whoever reaches the end first is the clear winner um like i said i was playing this game a lot over friday and i can say i'm very optimistic about this because when i played it it was very fun what made it so much fun is I sat there and I had a group of people. I had uh, my boy Falk and Yofi, shout out to them. Oh, and Ace. I did have uh, about four people. And it was just, it felt like something different. Um, To throw in something, it's like one of my favorite things uh, about Titanfall is Titanfall has this like PvPe aspect where like there's bots or there's some sort of like enemy out there that you could kill and farm up to like level up your ultimate or just get a groove in and get shooting and to get extra points. And that was one of my favorite things with this. Like, yeah, the dinosaurs were super easy to kill. Yeah. It didn't like, but like it felt good to just like seeing how fast you could take down these dinosaurs and you're kind of getting into a groove of thing. Okay. Well, you see these pterodactyls out and it's like, okay, well the DPS better take care of this pterodactyl because it's in the air. And then it's like, okay, well I have like kind of like a range wave weapon and it's like, I got to sit here and I got to farm all these ones close together. I better stay close to my tank and help him and heal him. Uh, so there's like an aspect to the game where it's like really like strategy wise, but it's, it's cool. Um, and they also have a decent variety of like, they had like three tanks, about five DPS, about three supporters. So the options are there right off the rip. And um, it was cool, but I could definitely see how this game could get boring. Peter, I know you played the game too. Tell me what you thought of uh, your first impression so far. So uh, I was going to say for the same reason that you can't just hop on a JRPG for 45 minutes, this is actually a perfect game to fit into short time slots. Uh, this is definitely the type of game where you're like, I'm going out tonight. I've got 45 minutes before the crew comes over. You could get two games in, maybe even three games, depending mm-hmm. on how fast your team goes. Yes, it is a it is a mindless shooter, and because it's you're not, very mindless, you're not That's like a good word. you're not like necessarily going against the other players until there's some parts where you do kind of at the end, um, but it's not even player versus player really. Uh, until until certain sections it, it does come about but it's really just like who can aim and take down the mobs faster right. um the dinosaur part i don't love i think it feels weird it, to me the dinosaur part being the enemies on the ground it looks like a mob someone's like like <laughs> that's the headline i see is like this this reddit user modded exoprimal and now the blank are all dinosaurs like that's what it looks <laughs> like to me you know what okay I'm okay yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i get you so like that's i don't love the dinosaur theme uh the story i didn't really understand how that was set up it, i just didn't follow it very well um you're definitely not the only one dude like when it came to the yeah. story i could a hundred percent less like care who the scientist is who's talking to you why there's an outbreak do not care like let's kill some dinosaurs okay yeah 
Yeah, let's kill yeah, some dinosaurs with some crazy weapons. That's all I'm getting into. It's like it's like okay, let me get into the game. What comp we picking? Like right, that's right, that's yeah, the yeah. type of feel I'm getting into. Yeah, yeah, I'm like not invested into the story at all. Uh, the I will say that it was for how much was going on in the screen, explosions, nonstop, mo- like a lot of visual effects. It's super bright. The gra- the graphics are decent. Like it looks it looks good. I thought um, the environments look good. It. Um, like th- th- those are positives for me. Like I said, it's it, it's definitely like a party game. So if you're like, hey, on it's, I think it'd be a great stream game if you had a full party of everyone talking. Definitely a great time. stream game. Uh, th- there's really no, I. It's one of those games where like I don't care if I lose the match. You know, like I've, it's not, oh I'm no, not, like I'm no, not you're crazy. You, I, I was agreeing I'm with you, invested. but you crazy, bro. If I lose the match, man, I'm like I'm kind of heartbroken. But I'm not. I spent, like, I spent all that time farming dinosaurs, bro. I better win the match. Like that's like that's low key how I feel. Like we spent all this time because it's so. I think the game is so easy in my head. I'm like, how do you lose? You do not have to go up against the actual you, player until right. the last eighty or like the last twenty percent of and the you game. You can beat them there. So yeah, if. If you have a team of mediocre shooters, right, and like one or two ballers in that category, you're mm-hmm. probably going to win ninety percent of your games, right? Especially in a group of five. So it's it runs really well. It's super smooth. I think the graphics look great. Uh, I think the I, I do think the suits look cool. Like the effects, mm. I do like the effect, like the idea that you can buy a um, uh, I forgot what they what they call it, but like the giant dinosaur that you can actually go attack other people with, uh, and like that part's cool. It's on Game Pass, which is cool. At, for a free game, I, I think that's an excellent free game. Mm-hmm. That's the thing Literally. is like if this if I had a, if I only had a PlayStation, I would not buy this game. Uh, I was also going to say I did have a lot of problems uh, playing this game. My game crashed plenty of really? times. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, they tell you to not run it on uh, – they, they have three options. They they don't have a frame cap. Like, you know how Modern Warfare, you can set it to only 144 and it won't go over that. It didn't have that. It's that unlimited. So, like, it could go, like, so high that it will just crash your game. And I was like, okay, so it's either that you just turn it to 60. I had it on lowest frame, 60 frames per second, and my – my stream was tweaking. I was dropping out of matches. It was day one. So like maybe there's a patch for this. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that. Well, that's, well, that stinks. Um, yeah. I, I didn't have any problems with it, but we played at different times. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was smooth. I thought the suits were cool. I thought the options were cool. Um, the effects of the weapons and the abilities look cool. I just, like the moment a portal opens up in the sky and raptors start falling out, I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't really get. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just there for the vibes, just for the yeah, vibes. It's for a free game, absolutely download it. Like it, it is, it is, it's an excellent free game, and it, it is, it is mindless, and you can, you can go on and waste two hours, and yeah, it's like 100%. you don't have to invest too hard. So I do want to get your kind of take on something getting into the next subject. How do you feel about cheating in video games? Uh, I think it is, I put it, it's the same thing for me as people who steal packages off porches. <laughs> I think it's just kind of like the scummiest behavior, like the bottom of the barrel. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, for me, stealing packages off people's porches, I, it, it, it makes me so angry. And then also mm-hmm. cheating in competitive games, not only cheating in competitive games or multiplayer games, 
but then pretending like you're and then boasting that you're good. Right. I think that's I think that's mental health. Does, does it does it make or break a video game for you? Like can, does well do you think that it will break a game for you if there's too many cheaters in it? Yeah, 100%. And you'll definitely agree with this next article. Uh this article is by GameSpot and it is by Joseph and if you guys don't know, the free to play shooter is getting shut down. Uh Cycle the Cycle Frontier this game will be getting shut down on September 27, 2023. Developer Jaeger says, although we had tools and measurements in place, we quickly, we quickly realized we needed to improve our anti-cheat efforts to be able to ensure a fair game experience for all our players. The developer said, even though the company made an effort to fight back against cheaters, Jaeger admits that many users had already been impacted, resulting in, in quotes, a significant decrease in the player base. Now, how do you feel about the developer saying this? Do you think that's very true? Do you think it's just like, do you think he has the right to blame cheaters in this aspect? Because first thing I think of another free to play shooter. How many times have we seen this with these free to play games, just getting can like just shutting down, not just saying they're done working on the game onto the next thing. We've had knockout city. We've had that, uh, that blood hunt game, that, uh, that masquerade game. We've had plenty of games, not, um, the wrestling game. You know what and I'm they, talking about? We've they, had, said, they said they shut down because of cheating. They said it was a big decrease in the player base due to cheating. For those games as well. Yes. That stinks. Mm-hmm. Well, so I guess my question is, do they think that's the sole reason it decreased? What was that? Do you think it's the sole reason that it decreased? Like, do you think that's that's what I'm thinking off the top of my head? I because I want to say yes, but I kind of want to say no. Here's my theory with it, bro. Like, I could get how getting into a game if you get into a game and like you die to a cheater like every single time, I feel like it could get very irritating, very draining, and it's like, okay, I don't want to play the game. But that's on you too, as your game, you got to put out anti cheats to be able to stop that 100%. But I could also say Call of Duty has some of the worst anti-cheats I've ever seen in my life. And uh, people still play that game, too. Um, but I think I think blaming it on outright cheaters isn't the right way to do it. Um, I, I, I just think develop. I'm not saying the game is bad if you do like the cycle. Man, I, qu- I seriously do apologize. But we need to understand that this business model isn't working anymore. Let's get the free to play game. Let's push out microtransactions. This is what the people want. And it truly is. If your game isn't good enough to compete with all the other games that are free to play and just straight up microtransactions and people don't want to spend money in your game, you're going to fail very, very quickly. We've already seen it with a lot of these games. So I I think just, I think just, I think just straight out blaming the cheaters just isn't right. Cause I mean, cheating will be there in video games all the time. I go into TikTok live streams all the time and there will just be people just, Dude. Straight up cheating, and Dude. then they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, I'm just doing it to prove to respawn that uh, their anti cheat is garbage. And it's like, great, you proved your <laughs> point, bro. <laughs> Congrats, there's, you did there's it. There's people who build entire accounts just on cheating, like you said on TikTok. Uh, you see cheating streams a lot, and like they they are promoting their cheats. Mm-hmm. So they say go to this website to buy these cheats. So they're directly marketing their cheats through. Mm-hmm. TikTok or, or live, like Instagram live or whatever they're recording on and they're directly marketing that. I mean, I feel like there should be, 
I mean, should there be laws against that? Like, you know, what lies I'm against lies against or like laws against cheating. Like, should you be fined for that because you're directly affecting? The, at least the cycle is claiming Nick Merckx. Nick Merckx literally said like cheaters should get locked up in jail. <laughs> So what if you got maybe, fined though? What if you got what if you if you get caught, you get sent a fine because you're directly you're directly interfering with a business's ability to earn revenue. I think that's just too much work. Is it though? Is it hard to find an IP? Government does it all the time, man. It can't be that hard. Right? So you're telling me if you make a game and someone cheats in your game, it's like, oh yeah, we're finding him? Or do you just ban them? Sending sending them a fine. Because, like, that's what people, they'll just straight up ban you. Like, you can't, like, your IP address can't play yeah, the game at all. And then all. you get a ticket for $750 in the mail. Mm-hmm. So, hey, now you owe us this money. Thomas has been making pretty good points in chat. He was like, first it was a, just a um, ex- style, extraction style game. Then it became a semi-PPP. And then it just, it just kept on switching over and over again. Basically, they couldn't find the formula that they really wanted to do. Plus, not being profitable and not being able to bring in the money to keep the lights on. We know that's how it's going to be. Um, I was just curious to see, like, if you just affect it, it, sure. it probably if it affects it. But I think we got to look at the bigger picture and just like yeah. maybe your game so, wasn't as good as you thought it was. <laughs> Tim said, oh, cheaters, not cheetahs. Very close. Both the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting into our next topic for you, Xbox uh, Game Pass lovers. Uh, there is now more Xbox games with gold. It will be now getting replaced with Game Pass tiers. That's right. It's called Game Pass Core. These are the plans that Game Pass is going to be having for you guys. Now you have the core that's going to be 10 bucks. You have the console version that's going to be $11. And then you have PC and the Ultimate version. Uh, Peter, how do you feel about the chain? Do you, change? Do you think it's a uh, no-brainer here? No-brainer, right? This is the whole model plan the whole time. I don't, You're okay mi- with this? I don't, mi- I don't mind it. What's wrong with having tiers? No, People already not, complain about the. Uh, uh, I'm just. I'm not. I'm not saying there's a problem with it. I'm asking you, like, this is like a no. You, we kind of uh, saw this coming, okay. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Games that's, that's of a, gold is strictly terrible. By the way, I'm not. I hate right. to say that because I maybe downloaded one or two decently good games with games with gold, and it's like, all right, but. Game Pass. If we could pay ten bucks to get the Game Pass games we want for the big titles that come out. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, having, having different tiers is a, is a pretty common business practice, especially for software, which is right. what it's, what, the, what this is, what Xbox is going to be. I think in a certain amount of time, probably in our lifetime, physical copies of things are going to be obsolete and collectors, mm-hmm. uh, collectors items. Uh, so fairly common. It's Microsoft started with computers. That's, you know, gaming was never their first introduction thing. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. Um, I think it's kind of cool that they have the $10 one and then they feature the 25 games that they, uh, that they have by the Xbox studios that they can get for you right away. Uh, nothing changes for the other tiers. If you're already paying the 1699, you just, uh, you just keep paying that. They're just mm-hmm. basically saying that everything they have now, if it's going to have game pass. So game pass is paid for no matter what. You're gonna have Game Pass. Is if you have Xbox Live, and you you're still gonna have get game, game Pass. pass. Yeah, you still nice. get Game Pass LinkedIn. Yeah. So um, I think it's cool. I uh, I love to see them push out this 
type of style because they like they said they want to be that netflix of gaming they want to have everything streamable they want to have everything they want to have a catalog of games and they've done a very good job of getting the indie teams over there to be able to be like hey we'll put it on game pass why not somebody will give a shot at our game and somebody will notice us and it makes the game pass way more valuable than it already is mm-hmm. uh so i think it's definitely worth it um i think this was a uh, a good idea by them and after the after the ftc kind of stepped back and said like okay this is happening activision blizzard is possibly going to be on game pass now and part of microsoft <sighs> yeah this is when they decide to make the move it's going to be it's going to be a evil world we live in <laughs> Ooh, it's getting weird uh-huh. it's going to be it's going to be crazy man it's going to be crazy i can't uh can't wait to see can't wait to see yeah i'm excited i'm excited uh-huh. yes, i'm excited sir. for games man i've got a whole new library of games with the switch now you realize that yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I just, I, I gave you your props when we first started off the show. No, Remember I'm just, the, the I'm tummy excited. time, I'm crawling, and taking excited. steps. <laughs> Look, all right, you, you want to talk about backlogs, right? Like, hold on. <laughs> I'm just excited, man. You want to see these games that I just been eyeballing for days, like that are just sitting here, and I'm just like, oh great, this is what I gotta play now. <laughs> I'm just like eyeballing. I'm like, look, it's bigger than my. Are Hello? they still wrapped? Hello, yeah, yeah they're, they're still wrapped. wrapped. Yeah. I got the Dragon Quest Treasures, Bayonetta 3, Octopath Traveler 2, Final Fantasy 10, Kenya, and Dragon Quest 11. <laughs> all right. We I'm know. just saying I'm excited. That's all If I'm you want to flex, we can flex. <laughs> I've got five years of Nintendo games I haven't played. Uh, Thomas says uh, Sony is going to buy Disney. I don't think Sony needs to buy anything. I don't think Sony needs to retaliate at all. I think Sony's fine. Uh, because the thing is with Sony is Sony can make good games by the teams that they already have. Uh, so they should just focus on that. I don't think it should turn into a buying fest because then it turns into a monopoly. And uh, I don't want a world to where it's like, okay, we're just going to buy studios. And then it's like, okay, EA goes to Xbox. Does that mean Madden is a uh, exclusive? You know what I'm saying? Right. And, then, and, then, and then it does starts to do with the uh, streaming services. It's, where everyone has their own streaming service or the show will just sell whoever has the rights to the show or in this game, in this case, the game, mm-hmm. they'll just sell the rights to that game to different studios every three years or something. Very true. So now I have access to it on Xbox. Oh, now PlayStation owns it. So I can't, or Sony owns it. So I can't, I can't play it anymore. It's just like mm-hmm. moves hands. And that's going to be the disadvantage of not having physical copies mm-hmm. because all of this cloud gaming and streaming is going to be controlled by stuff that's not in our control. So we have access to it, but stuff like that could happen. We could just lose access to games that we've played, you know, paid for. Who knows? Very true. Very true. Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Um, getting on to our next topic, the Invincible series on Amazon is getting a new mobile game and is being developed by Ubisoft. This tweet came from the Invincible Guarding the Globe Twitter and said, Alan was right. The world needs more Invincible, and so does your phone. Introducing Invincible Guarding the Globe, an all-new superhero-powered RPG. Pre-register now. Uh, coming off, getting like into things right off the rip, I this didn't look like a mobile game. Looking at this alone, I was like, these graphics look pretty okay. They look good. They look good. Um, Invincible... It has to go in top five right now for one of my favorite shows. Season two has not been announced yet, uh, but the show is very good. If you do like superheroes, a lot of blood, a lot of violence, 
It is. Uh, it definitely like does that. Superhero? It's very, 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 very gory. That's cool. I kind of like uh, that. No, it's uh, it's awesome. All episodes are like an hour long, which are you like okay? But you sit there and watch them, and you it just it instantly flies by. Uh, it, Invincible has been one of my favorite shows for a while. I've been waiting on season two for the longest. I been I binged it at work one day, just like all eight episodes, and um. I just, I straight up love it. So uh, this game looks very cool. How do you feel about it? How do you think it looks uh, just from your uh, first reactions to it? From uh, as far as a mobile game goes? Yeah. What are you, what are you thinking about? Is this something you're going to pick up or? Uh, dude, I got to switch now. I, I don't know if I can go back. Um, oh man. I, I'm just saying. Man. Oh man. I think it's cool. I think it's cool when, when, you know, segments of, of this genre get their own games. Maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a test run, right? Like maybe they put it on mobile, see how it performs there mm-hmm. and say, maybe this, maybe this is going to be a big selling point. So, Hey, it did really well on phones our, our mobile devices. You know, have you ever thought about porting this to something a little more robust, something that can support a, a much more, uh, like a game mm-hmm. much more in depth. It kind of reminds me of Spider-Man or the old Superman games when I was looking at the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're into superheroes, I'm sure you're going to get it. But it's probably not something I'm gonna get. Plain and simple. I'll be playing it just because I really love the show. But I think it kind of hits that audience from where it is. Yeah. I can't really think of a phone game that I really do enjoy, except for the uh, it's called Baseball Nine, and it's basically a baseball game on my phone. And that's about the only mobile game I play. Oh, and then Pokemon, and then Pokemon TCG, which Pokemon TCG is just like a phone battery killer. So uh, I try not to play that away if uh, if I don't have to. But the grind mm-hmm. does not stop. So that but dude, Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon is life. I they're know. like, oh, you're on your console. Okay, well, now you can play Pokemon on your phone. Oh, you're done with your phone. Now you can play Pokemon on, ten- on your right on your mobile console. Oh, now you can play on your you know state. Like you can't get it. What you can't get away from Pokemon. Oh, you're sleeping. Oh yeah, we're tracking that too. Yeah. Pokemon <laughs> sleep. Like, yeah, we on it. Yeah. Trust me. Crazy, Pokemon is insane for that. Um, getting into the next topic, more Pikmin talk. Guys, the Pikmin reviews are in, and it got a whopping 88 on Metacritic. I even saw that a few websites actually giving it 100, saying that this is going to be a Nintendo classic right up there next to Tears of the Kingdom. Dang! Mm-hmm. Pikmin 4. Peter, are, is the hype real? Do we, do we have a legitimate title that could be better than Tears of the Kingdom? And is Pikmin 4 gonna take the crown <laughs> for Nintendo. I'll, I'll put it this way. It's the game of the year! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Pikmin! <laughs> yes! Uh, I'll put it this way. How many uh, new like new gen Zelda games are there? And how many new gen uh, Pikmin games are there? I, I think, think it's the same. Right. It's it's two. It's two and two total games. All right, Zelda might have a beat, but yeah, man, it's it's it is a puzzle game, is what it is. It is okay. a goofy puzzle game, and the characters are cute, and the story is not not that deep, but it is extremely addicting. Uh, a big part of that is that you're on a timer, so you have a nighttime, a daytime, and nighttime uh cycle and there is a you have very limited time so you have to move fast 
and you get attached to your little Pikmin. And I think there's an emotional aspect to it. You get a little dog in this new one. It's just like, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's light. It's not too serious. You do get sad when you lose your Pikmin, when a big frog comes out of nowhere and eats half your squad. Oh, but it's no. also, <laughs> but it's also frustrating. Like, mm-hmm. because they, 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 purposely designed the Pikmin to be a little dumb. So you're trying to get them to do what you want them to do. And I have never blamed myself for losing Pikmin. I always blame the Pikmin. Like, I'm always like, why did you fall into that flame? Why are you drowning at the end of this, this, this pond? Like, what, what did you do? Like, I'm never blaming myself. I don't know how to explain it, but it's always the Pikmin's (laughs) fault. Like when you're in full sprint, sometimes they'll just fall down. They'll trip mid run. That's there's little, there's dude, little but that's like that. that's funny. That's funny. That's what I'm saying, though. That's like, some funny like, stuff, dude. You're if like, I, I see need... a Pikmin just like fall off a cliff, yes, yes. oh, I will crack up. That's on cry. purpose. They do it on purpose. I'll cry, dude. Because yeah. it's when, like, when what when was that Pikmin die, thinking? Their little spirits float up in the air, and it goes, <laughs> it goes <laughs> and it floats up in the air every time. Oh, dude, I'll crack up because it's like, <laughs> what is he doing? Like, you, there should be like the Pikmin that's like, oh, I'm not gonna follow the gang. I'm just gonna go to the left. And I get eaten by a bird or get taken away by a, like something. It's extremely frustrating because you're trying to manually control a hundred or whatever the the new, new cap is, but it's also puzzle solving. So each Pikmin accomplishes a different thing. There's boss fights. um, There's a ton of enemies and they're extremely fragile. So, and you constantly have to regrow them. And the whole thing is, you know, bookended by this day and nighttime cycle. So, you might have 15 minutes a day, but you might only have four days to accomplish the task, but it might take you two days to grow your army. So it's, it's very frustrating, but it's, it's a satisfying, in my, in my opinion, it's an extremely satisfying puzzle game. Is this a day one pickup for you, Pete? Uh, I have the demo and I'm not going to pick it up until I beat three. I'm already beaten one, re-beat one. We're going to re-beat two. So we are waiting. Okay. We are going to wait. Plus, that's, the thing with, that's the thing with me, man. It's like, I'm about to go on this trip. I don't know if I want to buy it. And then if it's that good 10-hour range, maybe. But then it's like we're paying $60 for another Nintendo game. It's 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 a hefty tag. It's a hefty tag and for Pikmin. And that's the difference now. It's like, mm-hmm. now I have to buy games again at a much heavier price tag. So I got to be slower. I got to be slower about it. Because you just bought Pikmin 1 and 2 for like, what, 50 bucks? Yeah, they were bundled for fifty. Right. Do they look good at least? I yeah, I, as good as they can. One, one, the first one was made for GameCube, mm-hmm. so it doesn't. I'll put it this way: it doesn't look worse than the GameCube. Mm-hmm. So it's it's smooth. It's very smooth. It doesn't take a lot to run it. Let me know in the chat if you guys are definitely picking up Pikmin Four. We're kind of we're we're thinking about waiting it out, but I think when the time comes, it's gonna be a lot of energy. And Pete put his hat back on. Because uh, he knows what time it is, guys. Your favorite part <laughs> of the podcast. Do you know what time it is, Pete? I have a feeling. It is time for another segment of Peter Reacts. <laughs> where he's going to react to the news that I put on the screen. He there reacts. Da-da-da. All right, Pete. Today's going to be a little bit harder because you are not actually reacting to an actual video. You are going to be reacting to the story I have at hand. Are you ready to react to what I have in store for you? I am ready. So, me and you, we're not just gamers. 
we love everything. One of them, I feel like we both have a very good like relation in mm-hmm. it's football. Both love football. Uh, we all know football is a very dangerous sport. People get hurt all the time. Stuff happens, right? Uh, people can make very good livings out of the NFL, but uh, also when uh, injuries happen, everything out, you got to think of a plan B. And uh, this story actually came from IGN and it is about Blake Martinez, a former linebacker from the NFL. And he started selling Pokemon cards and he made a whopping $11.5 million in Pokemon cards from his TCG card business called Blake's Breaks. $11.5 million. So instead of playing football, he sold cards, he invested in cards and made a whopping money from not being in the NFL into selling cards. Pete, how do you feel about this story? First of all, bravo to Blake. I'll just say it right off the rip. Going ahead, injuries were tough for him. He was kind of bouncing around from team to team. And then he made a, a living off of selling Pokemon cards. So go ahead. Give what you got to say, man. React! There's a lot less there's a lot less CTE in Pokemon cards, so that's probably a good move. Uh, Yo! <laughs> that's what? That's a positive. That's a very positive. That's a positive. Uh how much was he making in the and how much did he ever make in the NFL? Uh not eleven point five, I don't think. <laughs> he wasn't that great. So is he Blake just Mar- is he just buying and reselling cards? Yeah, I mean that could be anything. That could be YouTube revenue. That could be opening up packs. That could be his own card business, selling cards, grading them for profit, all that type of stuff. Dude, the dude that oh man, but he, okay. had, he had to have so from twenty twenty from twenty twenty to twenty twenty two. Blake Martinez signed a three year deal for thirty million seven hundred fifty thousand with the New York Giants. That include a six million signing bonus and nineteen million guaranteed. So he still made more per year annual. So so far, he's got a. He's right, we're more talking about we're talking about getting hit by men running thirty miles per hour that weigh three hundred pounds, or or opening up cars. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's a there's a and we know he's strong. Difference. We know he's strong. Right, he's got to be strong. So he's tearing that ease. Oh, he's not. No, no scissors. No struggle. Involved. No, you know, you know, code cards are just. Oh, <laughs> what that was? That's not even a prop, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what that was. It was a, it's a code card. Damn, I wanted to use that. <laughs> You're so committed to the bit. I appreciate that. <laughs> I hope it's not special. Uh, first no. of all, good for him. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how hard it yeah. is for professional football players to pivot from professional football. Uh, if you can come out of it making more money than you were making in uh, in the NFL, then power, more power to you. Way more power to you. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder how you got into it. Love of the game. You think it was just a business thing or he was just, hey, man, I'm, I'm just really into, into Pokemon cards. It's a great question. I would actually love to read the full article to see how much he really loved the game. Or if he was just like, ah, oh, this is a hit. You know what I'm saying? Because Logan Paul did the same stuff. So, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. Good. Good for him. I, more, more power to him. Congratulations. I hope he keeps doing it. 
I think it's uh I think it breaks a lot of stereotypes for football players, or maybe it reinforces a lot of stereotypes for football players. Either way, that's a lot of money. Either way, that has been another segment of P I E T R R E A C T S Peter Reacts. Da-da-da-da. Can we get some rips in the chat for that code card? Oh, I'm scanning this still. You ain't going to get it twisted. I unraveled it. I'll take it out of the garbage earlier. Don't judge me. <laughs> Getting into our last topic of the day, guys. Uh, first off, I do want to say thank you guys again for kicking it uh, for this long. If you guys haven't already, make sure you guys leave a like, comment, sub, all that type. It does help keep the lights on, keeps Jimmy, me, and Pete happy. Uh, and the whole team at Know Your News really does appreciate us. So make sure you guys support us. Check out the other shows. All that stuff because we are live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, giving you guys your favorite gaming news and gaming reviews from me and uh, my good friend, Pete. Um, Getting into the last topic, uh, this was something that me and Pete were talking about for a few days now, and we were kind of waiting for the right day to kind of put it out there because uh, me and Pete, we're, uh, we're video game enthusiasts. We love the game. We love the genres. We love the news. We love kind of figuring out the algorithm and feeling figuring out what makes a video game great uh so we want to have this topic this main topic meant for uh, up for discussion for everybody and for uh, us to kind of just go back and forth and kind of like find the middle ground of what makes a video game so spectacular what makes a video game trendy what makes a video game streamable what makes a video game high rated what makes a video game a must purchase what makes a video game a steal um all that type of stuff so um I'm going to go ahead and kick it off to my man, Pete, because I know he is really enthusiastic about this topic. And I kind of want to get his insight of what makes a video game trend. Yeah. So this, we, this topic first came around when we started talking about actually right when only up came out. Yes. Um, and only up came out and that game blew up basically overnight. Once you get one or two of the, biggest streamers on the planet playing the game you know it's going to be super super popular uh but you also kind of know in the back of your mind that that's not too many weeks from going straight back into the toilet um so my question then for like why do games trend why do games do so well uh you know we're flashing some some games that have come out recently that are that are exceptional uh, and seem to be exceptions to the rule of putting stuff out before they've become completed, uh, before they've become finished and wasting our money and time as, as, uh, as, as consumers, as gamers. So what I really wanted to ask is like for a game, like among us, a game, like uh, fall guys, a game, like only up, why does it go from zero to a hundred to zero so quickly? Uh, and I want to get your kind okay. of feedback or, or now, or yeah, feedback or what you think some of those reasons are. I'll say my first reason is timing. Yes. I think timing comes, uh, is a big part of that. I know like among us and fall guys, they were out <clears throat> while they were uh, during COVID. Uh, so everyone was stuck in their home playing those types of games. What do you think, you know, like what, what are some of the reasons that games become super popular so fast? And then, but you, you can also kind of pinpoint those games and say, I know this is going to be super popular. It's really popular right now. Everyone's playing it. Everyone's live streaming it. But I also know that this game is not going to be around, you know, next month. 
I do want to say that grapple in that clip, uh, that clip was absolutely not trending at all. Cause I don't know <laughs> what you're trying to grapple in that clip. Uh, but on a serious note, uh, why do games like among us fall guys? Okay. Let's say games like that. I wouldn't say fall guys is a dead game at all. Um, not I dead, think just, just what gets it to its very peak and then a slow decrease. Right. Uh, the one thing I can say about Among Us is uh, repetibility, repetitiveness. Uh, it, could very, it could get absolutely draining doing the same thing in Among Us over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And uh, talking from experience, playing Among Us with absolute sweat balls that do nothing, <laughs> but uh, count the seconds for how long you were in the electrical room and okay. how long you were shooting so astral balls for. So and it's like, these. hey, bro, this game was made for literal five-year-olds that love to say sus Among Us. Uh, so, like, like we don't need to take the that. game that serious. Uh, like, if if Mario Party was taken to a new level of, like, competitive like seriousness like okay so like mario party like it could get competitive it'll get fun because like it's just like fun little mini games you lose a mini game you're just like oh you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. when it comes to like like mario party getting super competitive it'd be like man like i just want to punch that and that's a that's a bad feeling you know what i think mario party does what among us should have been a lot better mario party is just like it's always laughs always something going on it's not so serious when you get caught because i know people that are just absolutely sweaty crazy at among us that makes it just not fun to play um we could also like like i said with the repetitiveness you can only do the same thing so many times for like for what outcome um the game's good for like Oh, uh, my friends are on Discord. We're having a few drinks. Like, oh yeah, let's pop into Among Us game. Like that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it is a really good laugh sometimes, and people just have a good time. Uh, but when you do the same thing over and over again, and it gets sweaty. I can understand why it could be uh, not fun at all. Uh, Only Up is one of those games where it's like, okay, it's very cool to see the very first time, and it's very funny. Clips are very funny. Very cool to watch. Okay, you're going up, you're going up, and then eventually it's like, oh, I fell. It's <laughs> like you see it all the time, and you're like, oh, okay, here's a clip on Twitter. What's gonna happen? I bet he's gonna nine fall. times out of ten. I, I bet he's gonna fall, <laughs> and he's just not gonna make it. Uh, but it's also like, again, you beat only up. That's the end of the game. There's no second part. There's no after effect when you beat only up. You don't get unless you're a speed runner and you want to beat it in ten minutes. That's cool. But that's not for everybody. That's not right. for me. You beat only up or you beat a game like that. And it's like, it's over. It's done. We're good. On to the next trend. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. It, <clears throat> the, the point you made about among us and, and only up. Uh, I'm locked. Whereas, in. What's that? I'm locked in. <laughs> First of all, Dave, the diver forever. Good. I don't care. Dave, the, Dave, the diver will be the best uh, game for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're talking about those types of games. I, I think timing has a big, big part to do with it. Uh, I think streamers honestly make a game, po- can, can very easily make a game popular. Um, so I, I think only up, you have the, I know XQC was like racing all of his, his friends, um, they're streaming and playing it. And once you have it, once you have that, like, you know, one hour of that, then it blows up and goes, um, you know, it, it blows up super, super quick. And then once it's beaten, like you said, there's nothing else to do. So uh, it's just kind of over at that point. It just becomes this flash in a pan 
the game comes in, it's super popular. I think those devs know that they have a, a extremely short period of time, maybe a month to kind of like make as much money as they can, get as much promotion as they can, because I think they, they also designed a game where if you beat it once, that's the game. So another game I really wanted to bring up and I'm sorry for cutting you off, but it came into my head, animal crossing, animal crossing had to be one of the most trending games I've ever seen in a lifetime next to Fortnite. Like I say, if Fortnite's one animal crossing might be two or three, Mm. everybody had animal crossing. People were buying switches to get animal crossing. Everybody and their mom was on animal crossing. Uh, they were doing the turnip sales. They were doing the turnip stuff. Uh, they were going to people's islands. Hey, do you got uh, limes? I got limes. I got coconuts. <laughs> you got oranges? Yeah, I could swap some oranges. It was like you're just naming white claw flavors. Yo, you got blackberry? <laughs> like I don't know. I got variety pack three back here somewhere. I'm like, yo, like what's yeah, that? <laughs> going to an island and seeing a tree with variety pack three is just hanging from. Right. <laughs> Hold on, where's your variety pack one tree? Oh, those are in the back. <laughs> All right. Where are the Vizzies? Oh, those are on the <laughs> beach. Fair enough. Okay, that all makes sense. Um, but no, it was it was very cool for the longest time. And I, I remember people getting super hype and uh, everybody was visiting people's islands, judging their islands and their drip and stuff like that. And it it is a very fun game. Uh, one that game for me has always been a, a grind. Animal Crossing, and like I never knew what to do in that game. Animal Crossing doesn't really kind of lead you in the right direction. The thing that Animal Crossing does very well is say like, "Hey, man, just be creative. Figure it out. Here's a shovel. Do what you got to do." <laughs> I like that. Like that's cool. But mm. me being like. I'm like, I'm all right. Like on a cre- the creative scale, one to 10, I'm a four. So like when it comes to creating my island, I'm just like, yo, what do I do? They're like, oh, just make like a tree farm, a, f- a fruit farm. And I'm like, where? I don't know, wherever you want. And I like get freaked out because I don't want to build this fruit farm in the wrong spot and then have to move my fruit farm later. Right, right, right. Feel me? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the open... I, I struggle with open world, like I need objectives. I need to follow objectives and I need a clear mission and clear path and like clear options. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, we talk about among us, I think timing was like that too. You know, they won, they won a bunch of awards and then they proposed a new ship, like a new ship to be on and some new maps. And then well, who cares, right? And then, and then it just kind of went away. And I think, I think timing had a lot to do with that. And it's just but like there's there's something about these games where you can look at them and, and you just know that this is gonna be sweet. I mean, we talked about it right when Only Up came out in that in this show, on this show, right when that when Only Up came out, they said, Hey, this is gonna be crazy, but it, in two episodes we're not gonna be like it's done. But you can you can kind of tell that. And I don't know, I think they're I think they're interesting games and I hope I hope devs don't make them for that purpose I, maybe they don't fall guys probably has some more longevity they seem to have like a, a better no i don't think people up. just do it to catch a trend to make a quick buck i would like not to think so i think people like when it comes Only to triple a feels that way did they think the, the concept gonna... is just so simple they're like hey you know we're a small small studio when it comes to those small teams I very doubt it. When it comes to AAA teams, 
they could definitely throw out some slop out there just for you to get on for like a little bit, buy the cosmetics and, you know, make a quick buck too. Uh, but I also think that uh, stockholders get the best of games, but like that's a whole different other rabbit hole that we can get into. Uh, but there's like a lot of other trendy games that are still kind of like going strong. Think of like Grand Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft Auto 5 is what, seven years old, maybe more, eight years old. And yeah. people are still playing that to its fullest. And yeah, and we, like we, we Grand- knew that that wasn't going to go away anytime soon. Like we can't compare that to only up or among us or fall guys. Like that's a right. So your main game. your main point is just saying like why does a game get so much attention and then it just falls off the face of the earth? The rise and the fall are are so close to each other. There's no. It's like not a, necessarily a gradual rise and a gradual fall over time. I mean, it's like games released. You know, five hundred thousand players. Eight players streaming it. That is true. To think off the like the top of my head, I just feel like just being repetitive could be fairly bad. Over and over and over again, doing the same thing. Same thing. It could it could get draining. Yeah, I think that's honestly a great point. I mean, just thinking of Among Us, how many times can I scan a card? How many times can I get caught lying? How many times do I sit there and wish I wasn't the the killer or the imposter? Right, and then just like flood the game, and then. How many times can I play the game with other people's friends? And then that person goes that if, if you're like positioned on the left side of this, uh, you know, when we log in for the eighth time, I know that that's not a task. So you're lying and get kicked mm. out. Right. Like that's the moment I was like, All right, I'm done with this. Once people mm. go hard on a game that sh- you shouldn't go hard on. That's, that's what I'm only at. up. feels like that. Like, Oh, we're going hard, bro. I think, I, I think everybody at least touched that game once. Yeah. What's good for them. But it's just like, okay, now that it's done, what's next? And they have nothing next to show. Yeah. <sighs> I agree. I agree. But that's that's really all I had um, for that one. Just kind of a something I'm thinking about. Why do games stick around? Why don't they? And, uh, you know, why is it easy to point those games out when they do get released? I think Only Up was a great example of that. Right. I appreciate it, man. That was a good topic, bro. That was a good topic. Um, and now for our last topic, we're going into Peter reacts point. To- no, okay, all right, all right. Yo, <laughs> that was our last topic of the show, guys. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> I had to freaking like, wait, what? <laughs> I gotta react again, <laughs> bro. You can see I'm like sweating already, bro. I was not Relax. ready. I was not ready. I was not ready. Take your hat off. It's good. The show's over, man. <laughs> Thank you guys for kicking it, man. I appreciate you guys watching Gaming Gone Weird. Like I said, we go live 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. So make sure you guys stop by, say hello, say what's up. Listen to all your gaming news, gaming reviews, all that type of stuff. Get weird. Have some fun. I appreciate it. Pete, tell the people where to find you and what you're going to be working on. Uh, my name is Peter. I go by Nago Stories on all things socials. Uh, gaming Gone Weird every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. EST, as you're catching the tail end of this, every Thursday, I'm recording the Ball Bag podcast, which is about NFL, college, football. Uh, The weekends, I've got at least one stream per weekend, typically Sundays. And then uh, we're also working on the Creators Unplugged podcast. So trying to get those out once about every two weeks right now, um, just so I don't drive myself crazy. And that's uh, one-on-one conversations with uh, all your favorite creators. And for playing a lot of Switch, because I got one now. So. Thanks for being here, Peter. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Um, 
Hi guys, I'm Nick Tana. If you guys don't know who I am, I'm a video game reviewer slash critic. I love critiquing video games, reviewing them, and playing video games to their full experience. If you like checking out that type of content, make sure you guys check me out on YouTube at You Love Nick Tana. If you guys want to see everything that I've been tweeting, what's been going on with my life, some dope selfies, I will be on You Love Nick Tana on Twitter as well. Uh, also, if you uh, if you see me at a Pokemon tournament, mind your business because I'm stinking up the joint with my terrible deck. Uh, don't need to worry about that, but we have been on the grind deck box right here. We're going to be practicing as soon as I, uh, as soon as I exit off the pod. Uh, but I will be working on some more reviews and stuff like that onto YouTube and um, just living life, living my best life, making sure I'm healthy, making sure the family's good. But other than that, thank you guys for being weird. Tell someone you love them. We'll catch you guys next week for some more gaming gone weird. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, Click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.